Yes, people, we are live. Match preview time. Breakfast time, people. Man United versus Arsenal. But before we get into it, let's smash the intro. Footballing community, you should know what to do by now. Like, share and subscribe. Welcome back to Alpha J TV. A social media platform. Know what you're talking about. And what I mean by that is, Goals, ESR and Saka have done well. They've done okay, they've done well. Yes, people, welcome back again to Albert JTV. Firstly, happy Saturday and good morning to you people. It's been a long time since I've done a morning show, so this is quite a rarity for me, to be fair. It's not too late and it's not too early, so I've taken a leaf out of Tom Canton's book, but plus two hours. I'm not doing an 8 a.m. show like he does, man, but... Uh, people, as I always say, the obligatories, obliterate the like button and subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. And of course, audio listeners, you will never, ever be forgotten. So this will go out on my Spotify and Anchor. So you can only hear my dulcet tones, but my fantastic guest raised dulcet tones as well, man. So um, guys, um, yeah, match preview time. So a lot to talk about. I've got a debutante on Albert JTV. I met Ray at Hippodrome event, whenever that was for Lee Dodge TV, uh, we embraced, had a good chat about many, many things. And I said to him, Listen, man, we'll get you on the show. And here, Ray is people, Arsenal community, virtual waves in the chat. Ray, welcome to the Albert J TV, my friend. Thank you, man. Thank you for having me. Uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's brilliant to be on. Let's do this. Uh, I love chatting Arsenal, so let's, let's give this a go. <laughs> no, no worries about it. But yeah, I must give you a little story, Ray. I had a chat with Ray before the live stream. Obviously, big up to um, Guna versus Cancer yesterday event in Ridley Road in um, near Dalston. Fantastic event, which I was at. Um, for people that couldn't get hold of me, there was a reason, there was a reason for that. Uh, my phone, um, I have no network coverage. So I noticed that when I was on the train to the event yesterday. So luckily, I had the address saved in my, in, in my phone anyway. So otherwise... I wouldn't have been able to go because I wouldn't know where I was going. But um, it's fine. But um, we'll sort it um, eventually. But yeah, big up to the people that came to the event yesterday, raising good money, great podcast, um, talking about Arsenal transfers, about the game on Sunday against um, the battle at OT, as, as it's been called in many, many years gone by. Um, got to chat quickly. Mark, big up to you, mate. Big up, guys. Going to be a bang, gonna be a banger of a game. Um, I think it will be a good game, actually. Um, just simply because... Obviously, um, you know, top of the league um, table, Arsenal, <laughs> which I know triggers a lot of people in the media. Um, against... They don't like it at all, do they? No, they really no. don't like it. Yeah, I, I saw the Richard Keys tweet um, on deadline day um, saying about, um, he feels something about, he feels sorry for Arsenal. For we had nothing to celebrate or something along them lines, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, weird with, it's weird with him, Ray, because... I mean, as, as long as I've been watching football in terms of like listening to broadcasters and presenters, I, I never knew there was an issue there. No. I, I don't know where this has come from. I find it really, really odd. Um, I used to really yeah. like him when he was on Sky. I used to really respect him and think, you know, yeah, he's, he's seems sounds. But I don't know whether it's just being in Doha all that time. It's just sort of things have got to his head. I, I, I really don't know, man. It's just, it's just bizarre, <laughs> isn't it? It's mad. We're going to kind of swiftly move on kind of related to that but not not really yeah we're actually really related because it's regarding transfers before we sort of tuck in 
and delve into the game for tomorrow. And big up to the guys in the chat already. If you haven't, smash the like button. This was going on live on Facebook, as well as YouTube and on the Twitter feed, um, which is quite handy, actually. Um, another one there, Brady's Banana Morning, guys. In what this and Oh, the fitness. We'll touch on that. But, Ray, I'm sort of getting your opinion, because I haven't actually mm -hmm. spoke to you about it in terms of um, transfers. Uh, stroke deadline day. So, sort of the first thing, what did you make of Arsenal's summer window? like a two-part question mm -hmm. um and then obviously leading on to what did you make of the last day of deadline day i think the window was generally really positive but it was soured by deadline day wasn't it i think that's the two sort of the two part mm. um i think we addressed the areas that we really needed i mean the striker was the main thing because obviously we lost uh we lost lacquer and yeah. obviously we never really replaced uh Bamiyang. Uh, and Jesus has obviously come in and shown what quality he has, and he's he's been different class for us, hasn't he? Since he's since he's come in, yeah. Um, the addition of Zinchenko, you know, absolutely brilliant. I know he was missing for the last game, but you know, when you think back to last season, and if we didn't have uh, Kieran Tierney, we'd have had Nuno Tavares, mm. and we saw the the drop off. Yeah, yeah. Now that they are slightly different players, aren't they? I think. Uh, I think Tierney is more sort of lung busting. He'll get up, up and down the pitch, whereas Zinchenko is more sort of possession based. He's a midfielder, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, well said. But the levels don't really drop um, either way. Whereas Tavares, when he was in there, you you, you could notice it. Mm. You know, it was it was clear, wasn't it? Um, I like some of the other players we brought in. I like uh, Vieira. He's yeah. sort of an unknown. I know he came in for a lot of money. But it's a bit of an unknown, bit of a Swiss Army knife of a player, can play in multiple yeah. positions. And obviously, Marquinhos is a Brazilian winger. He might actually be really important now. Um, there you go. That we got in for literally next to nothing. You know, I know uh, United brought in a right winger from Brazil for, what was it, 100 million euros. Mm. We brought this guy in for maybe four or five million euros. Yeah. Um, but yeah... Overall, I'm I'm happy with it, and I like Matt Turner as well. Um, we may or may not see him uh, at the weekend, but I like his character. And um, without sort of watching MLS or the US national team mm. too much, yeah, I think I think there's a good there's a good backup there. Obviously, we will need to see him in in games and see what he's actually made of. But yeah. overall, with the players we brought in, I'm happy. But moving on to deadline day. Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, the injuries to Partey and El Nini have really hit us. Yeah. Um, we always knew Thomas Partey was injury prone, right? I, I see that stat about him only starting 58% of, crazy. of games he's yeah. been available for Arsenal. But um, El Nini was sort of the always reliable, wasn't he? You know, he's, he's, he's not flashy, he's not brilliant, but no, he's in. Well, no, he is brilliant. He he comes in and just and does his job, you know, yeah. six, seven out of ten, and we can always rely on him. But yeah, for him to get injured as well really did obviously send us into a bit of a panic, didn't it? Mad, yeah. Um, so I was disappointed that we couldn't bring somebody in. I know. Well, it seems like we tried, didn't we, for uh, yeah. for Louise? Um. And yeah, for whatever reason, Aston Villa didn't want to let him go. 
which is, is weird because he's only got one year left on his current contract at Villa, isn't it? It, it? it was it was strange, yeah, because he's got nine months apparently left. And I actually thought the 25 million bid would get it done. Um, I, I know Gerard talks about, oh, you know, he's an important part of the squad, which I just thought was complete nonsense because if that's the mm. case, then why was he on the bench when we played it the, the other day? Um, you, yeah. know, the, you know, Gerard trying to make a statement in terms of certain players. But yeah, I thought the 25 million would get it done. Um, when I see him bring in uh, Dendonka as well, I was like, yes. "This is this is you know dead cert now." Um, mm. But obviously, uh, obviously that wasn't the case. But I don't know. I, I, I really used to like Aston Villa, but I don't know. Something's just sort of soured with them and with this deal. You know, considering we gave them Callum Chambers next to nothing uh, yeah. Yeah. back in January, and we gave them Marti uh, Emmy Martinez, who was on the up a good price he's probably worth more than what he paid for him uh you know argentinian international so i was a little bit disappointed with villa that there wasn't that um there wasn't that thing there to get the deal done with us um, now you make now Ray, you make a good point because i think um i've heard i've heard fabrizio talk about it in sort of many times before in terms of the relationships between clubs are, it is quite important if you have a good relationship because, for example, I know mm. with Napoli, Napoli and Man, Napoli and Man City, there, there isn't, a, there isn't a good one. But no. the, the whole Jorginho thing and you know the Koulibaly thing, it just it, 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 so it does help to broker deal. So you're right. I think you make a good point because I I, just, I couldn't really understand. It's almost like Villa are kind of saying. Uh, we're happy to write for 25 million. No worry, man. It's all right. You yeah. Know. I mean, I know they've got very wealthy owners. So, you know, 25 mil is probably a drop in the ocean. But in terms of uh, revamping that team and getting that money in to bring players in, it just it just seemed really strange that, you know, they didn't accept it because he, he could go for free, couldn't he, next summer or next yeah. to nothing in January. So yeah. it, is, it is strange. And he wanted to go. Like, there's, there's, there's no, no bones yeah. about it. Yeah, and like, yeah, with him, it wasn't, it wasn't like a new rumor either because Arsenal, were, I think, were kind of he was spoken about. If it wasn't uh, the recent January, then it might have been even before, might have even been like way back. But his name has been mentioned before, so it wasn't a surprise in that sense. But I guess when it came to actual deadline day, it was a bit of a surprise. But I think for me, and I'll sort of put it back to you, I, I. I I look at the, the the summer window generally, and if I was sort of scoring it out of ten, um, at the mm. time when we made the first when we made the first the first set of signings, I said I'll give it a seven out of ten, and that hasn't changed for me because the re, the re, I thought a solid seven is fair enough. I said, come the end of last season, I thought realistically Arsenal would bring in four players, and they did. I didn't mm. really I didn't really include Matt Turner because we knew in January that he was coming. Yeah, yeah. So, but. I, again, for me, it, we've gone through another season where we haven't added or, to me, strengthened enough in the central areas of our midfield. Because I, I said this before, I, I didn't want to particularly go into this season with that same quartet in terms of the midfield, whether it be the starting eleven or mm. in terms of squad depth. And I said it I, as much as Granite Jack has won a lot of people over. We've seen at the start of the season now he's playing in a more advanced role. Um, that's obviously yeah. something we've spoken yeah. about. But 
in terms of trusting him fully rate i don't and, and if you uh, I'm, the... I'm the same albert i oh, i wouldn't i would not put granite Xhaka at a base of our midfield or as a six at all he's mm. he's uh excelling in the position he's in and that sort of uh sort of eight half space ten player yeah. um and you know he's actually got fans on side with him on board everyone you know mm. all right people might not be rushing to buy a shirt or anything but you know people are willing you know just to say okay granite um we really appreciate what you're doing and you know we'll, we'll support you you know whilst you're in this team give him what you're, you're giving to us at the moment yeah um it's Lakonga, isn't it that we've got a play there yeah. and i think he can do it but my concern is that even with thomas parthey who's an experienced player now yeah. It took him a couple of seasons, really, didn't it? Or a bit of time, at least, to master that position. And I think it is a very specialist position. So yeah. I think it's going to take Le Sambi Lukonga a similar time to adapt to it. Um, which is all very well, but we <laughs> want to win as many points as possible. So, mm. you know, whilst he's adapting, that will cost us, I believe, in, the, in, in that run. And that's the thing. I mean... I think I've seen it. You probably would have seen it a lot. I know in terms of being on the social media platform side of it, where um, it's all right as an Arsenal fan to show concern, but mm -hmm. that shouldn't be labelled at you as a fan that you're being negative. I, I don't. I think it's a very lazy and easy word to throw at other Arsenal yeah. fans. I'll be honest. I mean, come deadline day, um, I was disappointed they never bought one uh, one more in. I said when mm -hmm. we got the first when we got the first set of players to come in, Jesus Inchenko, Vieira, and Marquinhos. Yeah. And we were looking at the last, Ray, I'd say the last three or four weeks, the window. Mm -hmm. I, I said I thought Arsenal realistically would get one more in. People were saying, no, we need two, three. I said, it's not gonna happen. I said, trust me. But to not get the one, I I, I was disappointed if I'm being totally honest with you. Yeah, I think there was we definitely did something, didn't we? I think if uh, Partey and Elneny hadn't got injured, it would have been a winger to back up Saka, potentially. Yeah. But obviously, what transpired, we did need another player in midfield. And I'm not just saying go out and buy anyone for the yeah. sake of it. Yeah. Because obviously, we've, we've done that before and we've been stuck with them for years and we wondered why we couldn't shift them. Mm. But I do, like I say, I do feel a bit disappointed whether it was Douglas Louise at Villa or maybe some other player, maybe other, some other player on loan playing for a big team that can't get any game time at the moment. I don't know. But yeah, we, we needed to do something. So we're kind of hoping now that um, Sambi Lukonga stays fit and really excels in that sixth position, aren't we? Yeah. Because otherwise it could be long, even though it's until yeah. what... Uh, November or something, the yeah. World Cup. It's yeah, yeah, going to yeah. be a long couple of months, isn't it? It's true, man. It, you know, as well, Ray, I think I, I kind of came to the conclusion, that, and a lot of Arsenal fans have actually, I've heard a lot of fan people say it, that I think when you saw that Lukonga wasn't going to go out on loan, I think that was a big, big that was an indication. Um, mm -hmm. You know, Xhaka wasn't going to go. Thomas Partey, again, for me, is a concern just because... When he first came to Arsenal, it was documented. Obviously, he never had a preseason, so 
any injuries he did pick up, it was going to be a setback anyway. And obviously, he got injured in April. Um, mm -hmm. I was actually glad to not see him play for the rest of the season. I just thought, look, just let him would have to do without, which was a shame at, the, at a very crucial part of the season, last, uh, a very crucial point of the, of the season last season. But um, he's had a preseason. Um, he's mm -hmm. played in the preseason games and he's still injured. Yeah. Um, so regardless of how serious it is, it is a concern because as you said, you know, he's missing, oh, he's missed over 30 game plus games for Arsenal already. Mm. Yeah, um, it's a specialist position, isn't it, Albert? Yeah. This is this is the thing. Um, I'm not saying I don't rate Lacombe because I do. I just don't know if he's ready to play in that position for Arsenal mm. week in, week out. Yeah. Um, like I say, Thomas Partey, when he first joined, it took him a little bit of time to adapt. And he's an experienced, well, he's only what, 28, 29, but he's an yeah. experienced player at this level, isn't he? Mm. So I don't know. I've, I've heard maybe Ben White could do a job there, potentially. Mm. I'm, <laughs> I mean, he's been shifted at right back. So I but I mean, yeah. 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 I mean, I, I where I'm based, um, I, I know a lot of Brighton fans. So they sort of watched Ben White. Mm. And they said he played in midfield and he was brilliant. But obviously it's a it's a different it's a different level, isn't it? It's different questions. And obviously he will be scrutinized a lot more if he is moved there. Mm. But I just wonder if that is a potential way, because certainly then Tommy Asu will get more game time. Mm. Um, who I do really rate. And I do really yeah. rate Ben White again. I'm not saying I don't yeah. I think he's a brilliant footballer. Whether he's a defender, right back, midfielder, whatever, I think Ben White yeah. is a brilliant footballer. But yeah, let's like I say, let's see what happens. Um, uh, the I don't know that just just not getting a player in that midfield does give us a bit of concern because we know we always get injured. Yeah, we know we always get injuries, and uh, yeah, you know I think, think, you, know I think you know what I think it is. I, I look at it and I, I kind of touch on the last point that I think. And, and I'm kind of on board with it as well as a lot of Arsenal fans. I saw opinions flying around the last few days. I think, like I said, where Lukonga wasn't going to go out on loan, whether whether Arsenal fans like it or not, um, mm. you know, there's obviously some kind of joined up thinking between obviously Edu and Arteta to probably say, I don't think they was going to look at them if they were in strengthening them. Because... If it wasn't for the fact of Partey's injury and El Nenny's injury, I don't think the Douglas Louise bid, bid would have gone in at all. No, I don't think he would have gone in at all. No, I agree. I think, um, well, obviously, we uh, renewed El Nenny, didn't we, at the start of the summer? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah. So I think he was going to go out on a free, but we, we got him for an extra year, which I, I'm, I'm all in favour of. Like I say, I, didn't, I don't have a crystal ball. I didn't know he was going to get injured, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. What he gave us at the back end of last season, I thought he was he was brilliant. And I thought if we had um, Partey and Elneny switching in out for the Premier League games mm. and then maybe Sambi playing the Europa League games, I thought that was a good balance. Mm. But, um, yeah, like I say, just these injuries have just given us that that issue to think about now, really, isn't it? So. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I was glad to, I'm glad to say, this is your first time on, but I'm glad to get you on, man. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's great to get your opinions and for the Arsenal community to hear your opinions, Ray, man, because it's, it's valid. <laughs> it's valid. Trust me, man. It's valid. But, yeah, that kind of leads me on to, obviously, um, the game, obviously, tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Go to Manchester. Um, and before I sort of, we touched on the injuries, people mentioned it in the chat. Um, I did see, I think when Arteta did say this in terms of, Ramsdale and Erdegaard had trained 
Okay. Zinchenko didn't, which obviously told right. me that he's not going to play. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's funny, Ray, because actually someone showed it to me the other day in a, in a group chat. Um, I'm not trying to make Arsenal fans even even go more, even more and tender hooks for the rest of the season, but <laughs> I actually looked at this. Someone showed me um, Zinchenko's injury record when he was a city. And I was like, wow, like he's actually been not injury in terms of like Brian Robson back in the day injury at May United. This guy was he had every sort of injury possible, but yeah, I thought, like, I thought like he's had quite a few injuries, you know. Yeah, I, I hope this is yeah. not gonna. So I just I'm just fingers crossed that it's not too serious. But I don't. He's obviously not going to be playing tomorrow. Um, I know. Uh, you know when we played Villa the other night, Ramsdale went down with something. Ben White at hmm. times I wasn't sure, but I think he will be okay for tomorrow. Um, but I think the main one, um, and I've not any, I've don't know if anybody in the chat or Ray, you've heard anything more in terms of injuries. But I think obviously we know that, you know, obviously El Nenny's not going to play. I think the main bones of contention were there was sort of whispers, rumors about Ben White, mm-hmm. um, Erdegaard. And Ramsdale. So, what's your thoughts um, in terms of any potential injuries or injury news you've heard or what you've seen? Yeah, I mean, I had a little look before the show earlier, um, yeah. and I couldn't see any definites. Yeah, saying that they're out. They said, like you said, uh, they've apparently have all trained. But uh, do you know what? I generally wouldn't be surprised to see maybe two of them names you mentioned on the bench. Mm. Um, you know, we we do need Ramsdale uh, fit and firing. I think yeah. it's a hamstring. Was it a possible hamstring? Yeah, when he went down, yeah. it, look, I, I couldn't make out at the time. I was at the game, obviously, the other night. I, I didn't know yeah. what it really, really was. But um, I, I would assume he's going to be all right, if, if I'm being honest, right? Unless, yeah, something, I, unless something major happens in between now and, I don't know, tomorrow morning. Yeah, I mean, if, if Ramsdale, if obviously that's an outfield player that has to make them explosive runs yeah. then that is a real concern and i would probably say we shouldn't risk him no. but i think we should be all right with ramsdale Erdegaard's is is a concern because i think he's been brilliant for us this season mm. he's yeah. really set the tempo um from our attacking point of view and you know um you see him uh work back as well mm. um so hopefully he'll be all right again i haven't heard anything to say that he's definitely out yeah but um I think we'll just have to sort of fingers crossed and just see what the team sheet is really because it could be anything with him, I think. <laughs> no, it's true. Um, people, as I say, man, people, as you don't know what to do by now, this is what you should do before we come back to talk about more about Arsenal, Manchester United. There you have it, people. Subscribe away. Audio listeners, you're probably wondering what, what the hell was that music? It was a little intro into subscribe, subscribing to Albert JTV. And obviously, thanks for watching to the people watching this on all the platforms going now. But yeah, Ray, sort of how are you feeling? Um, taking everything into consideration going into tomorrow's game at um, OT. Concerns or levels of confidence? Where are you at? Do you know what? When, whenever we go to Old Trafford, it's always a bit of concern because our record is like, it's just not great up there, is it? Yeah, is it two um, wins since including 06? Yeah, yeah. I mean, having said that, I don't think we'll lose. I, I think 
I can see us coming out with a draw. Um, obviously, I'm, I want us to take all three points. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've got, I've got it as a, I've got it as a, two, as a, as a Desmond mate, a two-two. I think there'll be goals, and I think it'll be a draw. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's so difficult to call because do you remember that season when uh, I think it was when Leicester won the league and we went up there actually yeah. in with a shout. And uh, I think that was Marcus Rashford's debut when they had oh, Carrick playing centre-back and yeah, everything. Yeah. And that was, I was so convinced that we were just going to go there and, and yeah. just take the three points, get out of there. And obviously that has just didn't materialise at all. But I mean, in recent seasons, we have got points. We have got results. Um, I think we have won a couple in the last uh, three or four seasons. Yeah, yeah. If you break it down, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. And... Even though last uh, last season's result, I think we lost three two, didn't we? Oh, um, honestly, I don't know. How we lost that game. Well, we were the better team in that game. Um, I, I remember like... Odegaard giving a stupid penalty away. Yeah. <laughs> um, but although the the result stung, there was some some real positives that we could have taken from that game. Mm. Um. So, like I say, I'm I am. Fairly confident, quietly confident. On a scale of one to ten, how confident? Probably seven. If you ask me now, if you ask yeah, me in twenty-four right. hours, it will probably yeah, yeah. probably go down a couple of knots. But <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think seven because I don't think United are that convincing either. And I know obviously they've won three games and they've spent more money and yeah. you know whatever else. But I mean, even against Leicester, Leicester look absolutely awful, don't they? It, and the yeah. fact that they sort of only put one past them, hmm. you know, just just tells me that maybe United are still are still trying to click, are still trying to gel, and I think we we need to take advantage of that. Really, yeah. um, like I say, I think the team that we would be starting with should be good enough to go there and get all three points. Certainly in the form we've been in. But, Ray, keep, yeah. keep talking. Ray, keep talking. I'm going to get an image of um, Arsenal's team for the last game and United's team on the screens. All the listeners, I'm getting a graphic okay. of the two teams. So um, yeah, keep speak, keep talking, bro. So yeah, I think um, I think with us, I think we need to really we need to put some doubt in the opposition. I think we need to go there. We not respect them, but yeah. just play our game. But not not be fearful, you know. I think we need to uh, really quieten the crowd. If we can go one up within the first 15, 20 minutes, yeah. I think uh, their crowd will start to get nervous. Um, and eventually, I think they will start to uh, turn on the team a little bit. Yeah. Um, the worst thing for us is if, if it's the complete opposite and we find ourselves 1-0 down within that first 15, 20, because then it will be a long, a you long make, day, in my opinion. You make a good point. Um, but yeah, you know what, with obviously United are a boy by a little bit of confidence, um, you know, three, three, three wins on the spin, three clean sheets as well, unbelievably. Mm -hmm. um, and with the, I look at their sides, um, Ray, and they're very mobile, very, very mobile. Um, mm -hmm. Langer, Sancho, uh, Rashford, um, I've been impressed by. Even though I've been impressed by the left back, Mal Mal uh, is it Tyrone Malassia? Yeah, um, yeah, very, very good from what I've seen. 
Dallow's mm. come back into the side. It just goes to showing it with a new manager. Sometimes you need yeah. an opportunity. Um, and obviously Martinez has come in, but they've got legs and they're very um, mobile this side. So um, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's, it's important that Arsenal negate that, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, you say they're very mobile, quite fluid, but so are we. Yes. So it does make it a very even matchup. Um, and I'm looking at that United lineup. I imagine Anthony will probably come in, possibly for Alanga. Possibly. But yeah. this is a game where, like I said, we, we can't fear United. We've got to respect him to a degree, but we can't fear him. And I think you mentioned Malassia. Yeah. I think this is a game where we need to say welcome to the Premier League. So uh, <laughs> well Saka or Martinelli need to have that boy on on Toast. strings all game, you know, because I, like I say, I see a lot of a lot of good players in there. Um, obviously, so we were heavily linked. Brad, it's fantastic to meet you yesterday, man. Virtual hugs already, man. <laughs> Go on, Ray, carry on, Carl, sorry. No, it's cool. It's cool. Um, so yeah, with uh, with United, they got a lot of good players, a lot of promising players they brought in. Mm. Obviously, for a lot of money. I know United have been stupid with spending money, but reckless. But you know they they obviously wouldn't bring them in if they didn't think they were didn't think they were worth it. So yeah, as I mentioned, uh, players like uh, Martinez. Let's let's see if we can ride him up a bit. You know, yeah. he's meant to be this uh, this butcher of Amsterdam or whatever. Let's <laughs> let's try and get under his skin. You know, Jesus, a South American rivalry. Yeah. See if we can, you know, expose him. Expose him. You know, I don't know. Put the ball through his legs, wound wind him up, something like that. You know, early on, just to yeah, set yeah. that tone. Because what we see, he's a he's a good defender. Mm. I'm not going to mention the height because obviously. Everyone's yeah. mentioned that to death, but what yeah. I will mention is the mentality of the man. Yes. And can we can we get under his skin enough that he's gonna be rash, that he's gonna make a mistake? He, you know, might give away a silly foul or potentially a, a card of red or whatever. Mm. That's what I want to see from Arsenal. I want to see us take the game to him and and as I mentioned, don't fear them. Respect them, but don't fear them because they are still in transition. And they are there for the taking in some degree. Yeah. And in the form we are in, I know obviously we've mentioned our midfield problem, but with the form we're in, we need to make some sort of a statement. If we've got our our full team available, so the likes yeah. of Erdegaard and uh, and Ben White and uh, Ramsdale, I'd be yeah. saying let's let's go out and and try and win that game. Yeah. Obviously, if they're not available. Um, I would still say same applies, but um, I'd probably be, I'd probably take a draw. <laughs> Ray, you you use one key word that stood out for me because, um, and I put it sort of in the in the social media feeds when I was promoting the show statement mm-hmm. game, um, mm-hmm. and I had this conversation with Big Up Dan Potts man. We did uncensored for um, Lee Judge TV when we lost to Liverpool at the Emirates last season, and I yeah. said that for me. Park the top four race to one side. Park the, uh, you know, getting back into Champions League for, for one moment. What what I mm-hmm. want to see from Arsenal, home home and away, but particularly away, when we play the likes of Liverpool and, and City and we go to Anfield and we go to the Etihad, we go to Stamford Bridge and the White Hart Lane Stadium or Tottenham, yeah. whatever, whatever the hell you want to call it. 
I want to see us. I want. I'm not saying we've got a divine right to go there and take three points, but yeah, it's about time we started making big, big, massive statements and going there and winning. We need mm -hmm. to start going to these grounds and winning football matches, mate. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, as as strong as that sounds, and it's not as easy to do. But if, for example, Ray, Crystal Palace, listen, people can talk about systems and stats as much as it comes out mm -hmm. of their ears and Opta and whatever and XG. Yeah, I look at a Palace side that's gone to Man City in the last three or four years and gone there and won. They've gone yeah. there and won. Mm -hmm. It's not, a, it's not a fluke that they've gone there and done that. I want us to do that and to make big statements in these games. We need to start doing it, mate. And with the old, with the Old Trafford game tomorrow, like I said, our record there is is abysmal in terms of the mm -hmm. wins. Like the two in what 15, 16 years, however many years it's been. Yeah, um, yeah. We just need to start making inroads and bigger statements in these games um we've obviously shown starting this season that we started mm -hmm. games very very well if you look at um even if you go and look at basic stats in terms of shots and shots on target in the first we're in double figures in every single department yeah, yeah. that's not a coincidence there was a seat there was a period of time of arsenal under emery where it was the complete opposite in terms of the shots against us um, so yeah, we're starting yeah. games better. So we need to go there and do that, Old Trafford, and start on the front foot. I think we'll have more of the ball. Um, mm -hmm. As I said to you at the outset, I, I generally I do think that I think we'll get a point when I looked at the run of five games. Um, I think it'll be two-two. I'd love for us to go there and get a win. And what I what I will say before I come back to you, Ray, is Arsenal have gone to Old Trafford in recent years. Mm -hmm under Emery, under Arteta, where we've been due to give them a pummeling. And we haven't done it. Mm. For whatever reason that is, inexperience, individual mistakes, and that needs to stop as well. Because Arteta will not be happy with that, with the goals we've conceded this season. They've been mistakes. Yeah, yeah, they have been. Yeah, I yeah. can't think of a goal that, um, that we have conceded that hasn't been avoidable. Yeah. Um, yeah, like you say, with, um, I mean... I don't like to say it, but Spurs got into the Champions League last season because they took uh, six points off Man City and four off Liverpool. Good shot. Um, they only finished two points ahead of us. Hmm. But had it not been for those games, they'd be playing Europa League football and they'd probably be quite quiet at the moment. Hmm. Um, as you said with, with Palace, like, if you spoke to a City fan, they'd probably go Palace at their grounds is winnable, but yeah, it's going to be a tough game. I feel like if you said that, if you asked a City fan, what would you think if Arsenal come into the Etihad? I think yeah. at the moment they just say three points. Yeah, you know, and that's the thing, mate. That's the thing. Like yeah. I said, that's why I said statement games. We need to start. I'm not listen. I would love to listen. I, I'm, I've been crying out for years, Ray, for us to, I, I, for the away fans that go week in week out. For us as fans mm -hmm. that you know watching on TV or whatever. I'd love to mm -hmm. see us go to Anfield and win. I don't think yeah. it's going to happen anytime soon, but it, you know, hopefully with obviously players that have come in, the likes of your Zinchenko's or people call him Zinny <laughs> or whatever we would call him. You know, yeah. Um, and likes of bringing in Jesus. Um, it gives us a better chance. And I want to come to you because I want to ask, say something to you, ask you something in terms of, I always have this kind of discussion. It's not really a debate with Arsenal fans. Um, mm -hmm. I was very big on buying players in the league. 
And people go, oh, yeah, but why, why are you so obsessed with that? And I said, it's not be, being obsessed. I said, we people always talk about how difficult the Premier League is. It's the best league in the world, the physicality, the speed. Yeah. Would it not make common sense and... Would it not make sense to to buy within the league? And Jesus is evidence of that. Zinchenko's evidence of that. Ben mm-hmm. White is evidence of that. Because they don't need time to adapt. Yeah, yeah. You know, they they know what I know. Yeah. I know we've already oh, played on. there, but they they know what Palace away is like, don't they? You know, they know what it's like to go to all these uh, less fashionable grounds. Let's just say, and uh, and be up against it. You know, they've experienced it. And, yeah. Uh, it's it can only it can only work in our our benefit i do sort of when we get players in from the continent and they're experiencing that for the first time you know you can see they sort of rabbit in the headlights and uh as you say if we bring players that already know it uh have already exactly. experienced it and played yeah. it and know exactly what to expect you know then it's marginal gains isn't it but it's it's those things that can that can get you uh, I don't know, a, a defeat from a draw or draw to a defeat. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I mean, going back to the statement when less, you know, I, I completely agree. We, we need to do it because uh, certain people in the media have said, oh, we've, we've won all our games we should win. And uh, <laughs> and uh, it's, it's only such and such or it's only this team. But yeah. um, it'd be interesting to, to hear what they said if, if we was to go to Old Trafford with, and come back with three points. They'd probably say, oh, it's a... a, a Man United team in transition, blah blah blah. Because yeah, you can't the narrative, really the away, narrative, but... You're right. The narratives are mad. It is. It is scary how they how they spin it. It's mad, isn't it? We're top of the league. We've won every game. We're the only team to do so in the Prem, mm. and we're still getting all this heat. It's uh, it's it, it does sort of blow my mind a little bit, you know. It is mad, and it's mad because it's like, for it, 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 you know, Arsenal fans can't help when they're born, right? So you, you hear about mm-hmm. stuff in history, and listen, the, the, it's a very well documented video with George Graham talking to the Arsenal players in the late eighties, early nineties, talking about, you know, essentially people don't like us, especially yeah. within the media, and that's mm-hmm. many, many moons ago. And listen, it's become very, very apparent in the last. Um, I would say it's, it's become very, very apparent in the last two, three years. Especially mm. after you, um, yeah. Because you think mm, I, I've I, I've watched a lot of sports coverage and football coverage with broadcasts and journalists. I've never seen certain sides with some of them before come mm. out like this when it comes to Arsenal. Uh, unless yeah. I'm missing, unless I'm missing something. Yeah, I mean, I've never heard them criticize Man City being top of the league. You know, saying oh they've only played such and such and they've, you know. Uh, Whatever else, whatever. Ray, one, one, so Ray, go, Ray, sorry, one more thing. I'm gonna come <laughs> to you back. I'm gonna come back to you again. Big go up on. to the tw- big up to the Twitter account if people will see the, uh, the, uh, <laughs> the Premier League, the Premier League, the Premier League celebration for <laughs> Best a, Twitter a, account. It, yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, I followed it. Yeah, um, yeah. The guy called him Commissioner Keys, in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whoever runs it with the but, red yeah, sirens yeah. after yeah. every every time he posts, it's it's brilliant, mate. Ah, oh, it's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. But yeah, I just, you know what it is, Ray, for me, right? And I can only speak for myself. Every, every Arsenal fan, big up to people in the chat. Like I said, smash the like button already and subscribe and follow Ray on his Twitter handle and mine in the boxes on the screen, as you can see, is sometimes, you know what? But for, particularly from a broadcasting and presenting point of view, right? My my issue at the time when we obviously, I think we beat, we beat Fulham, sorry, yeah. 
it's only Fulham, as we've been told still, um, is when it goes from footballing analysis to personal criticism, that's my issue. And, you yeah. know, he's irritating and he's waving his arms around, you know, like a, like, like a windmill. And that's not mm -hmm. footballing opinion. No. Like, and, no. and to me, I just thought it's completely unprofessional when I saw that last week. I just thought, well, where's this really, really coming from? And big up Nigel yeah. de Jong, man. Big yeah, up big Nigel. up Nigel de Jong, yeah. Yeah, I mean... What did you make of I, it? Yeah, what did you make of it? Yeah, go on. Well, the way I see it is that the players are human beings and they mm. feed off emotion. We're there in the crowd. We're given absolutely everything, you know. We're the best atmosphere the Emirates has been in probably since it's been built, really. Yeah. Uh, I, home I, and away, I, I we are. Yeah. Our support is phenomenal. Um, which is another big reason why I think we could get something from uh, from Old Trafford tomorrow with our away support. But, you know, when when you're in, in the Emirates, we've won a game in the last minute and the crowd is absolutely buzzing, you know, all singing Saliba and whatever yeah. else. <laughs> I, I don't know what they expect. Are they just going to walk off? The players just going to walk off like robots, like the, you know, FIFA game or something. Just, you know, just uh, thank hey, you, you know for turning you know up. And just... You know what made me laugh? When I was watching um, the match of day highlights the other the other the other day during the week, yeah, and I'm bringing this up deliberately for a reason because we talk about the Premier League celebration police and the the party police, whatever you want to call it. Big up Darren Lewis as well last week on match day Sunday, man, man nailed it, absolutely nailed it. Um, so no, um, I was saying that. So yeah, um, Liverpool played Newcastle. Um, Liverpool got a last minute winner. Now, we know, especially with the coverage of the last week or so, yeah. if Arteta had gone and fist pumped the way Klopp done, yeah, it would have been it would have been it would have been murder <laughs> on the Orient Express with Arteta yeah, in the media. Hundred percent, it's crazy, bro. Mm -hmm. We know Klopp does it, but even even I looked, I said, "Raw Klopp's like this man's really gonna this man's really gone for it." Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he, he really was, wasn't he? I'm Did anybody he hear anything on, on Twitter or so? I didn't see anything. No, I didn't see there nothing, mate. There you go. I'm surprised Klopp didn't do his shoulder in when he was uh, <laughs> frying them, you know. It's, it's crazy. Listen, and you know what? I'm not even saying that to have a gut Jurgen Klopp, you know. No, I'm all for it. Bring it, you know. I, I want to see when teams get results, whether they're expected to or not. Mm. If, if your team wins, I want to see uh, players and supporters celebrating. You know, I don't want to see dead atmospheres and people going, oh, yeah, well, it's, you know, we, we beat Fulham or whoever, or in Liverpool's case, oh, we were meant to beat Newcastle anyway. You know, good job, lads, let's go. No, I want to see people celebrating, you know. It's 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 the passion that that's why we love the game so much. 100%. You know, when, when Conte and uh, Tuchel were... Uh, had, had their thing and again all right it was it was a similar thing wasn't it with with just getting caught up in the moment and in yeah. the game and whatnot it, that was that was celebrated you know yeah it's true it's, and <laughs> it's it, it just like i say well as you said earlier i think obviously the, the media don't like us and and it is what it is if we're successful that's fine obviously where we haven't been so great you know we've been we've been the butt of their jokes for a while as well it is what it is, you know. Let's let's just keep let's just keep getting these results and uh, making 
making our fans and supporters happy and our players. And let's uh, let's get Richard Keys crying. <laughs> Commission, commission, commission the keys, keys sorry. Right, sorry. Yeah, yeah, commission the keys, keys yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, I guess, yeah, we're kind of almost at the end of the show, mate. So, yeah, I, I think, I did I get your, uh, yeah, so score prediction. I think I already got it, but I'm going to ask you again if, if anyone missed it. What, what's your what's your thoughts of tomorrow, man, score prediction, mate? I'm going to, my head says 1-1, one, one, mm. but my heart says 3-2 Arsenal. Oh, wow. Because okay. I do think there'll be, I do think there'll be goals in it, but like I say, or as you said earlier, we, we can't make them silly errors no. that we have been because United will punish us. Mm. Um, they've got the players to do it. And like I say, if we give them and their, their crowd, their fans anything, then it's going to be a long day. So we mm. do need to go there, set our stall out, be fearless of them, have the respect because, you know, they, they are in a good uh, run of form. They have got players that can hurt you. But yeah, man, let's um, let's just stick it on them for a bit and, and see how they cope with it. Like I say, I want welcome to the Premier League, Malassia. Yeah. Welcome to the Premier League, uh, Martinez. You know, I want to see Anthony non-existent because because uh, our full-back, whichever side he's going to be playing on, has, uh, has marked him out of the game. Yeah. You know? And you know what as well, I'd say as well, um, Arsenal physicality-wise have become a better side. Um, we don't, get bullied like we used to and and that's a massive massive thing um i mean even with martinelli physically he he is he has grown and looked immense i mean the other yeah. day he played against um villa some of the the, the sort of 50 50s is winning and, and knocking people off the ball and yeah man that guy's been putting in mm. some serious gym man because i tell you he has I, he, he's he's these guys likes of him and eddie probably bulked up and, yeah i was going to mention yeah, eddie you know he's yeah. really impressed me coming back from pre-season um yeah obviously i think he just needs a run of games probably in europa league let's be honest to mm. to play and to get some goals but even when he come on against villa the other night i thought he, he made was, a difference I thought he it was brilliant he did mm. he did and that's what you want i think obviously he knows he's not the main man so when he does get his opportunities hungry snapping at the heels um, mm -hmm. which is what you want to see. Um, but yeah, Ray score. So you've gone for head and heart results. That's fine. So I'm going to, I'm going to go with my heart and I'm going to say three to Arsenal. <laughs> go on, mate. I was still, I'm quite with my score predictions. I'm actually quite, I'm actually quite firm with it. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think I ever change it really. I'll just stick with it. So yeah. I, I do think we'll get a point. Um, I actually said we'll go unbeaten in the next five, which is, is very positive from my, for my, um, liking, but, Listen, mm -hmm. we're almost not was we won five and five. Hopefully, we will get a statement win tomorrow. Um, and um, you know, be six out of six, and um, we'll have more people crying, as you said, Ray. So, um, let's hope yeah. so, mate. Let's hope so. <laughs> but yeah, people, um, we have come to the end of this fantastic um match preview. Um, uh, people in the chat, thank you for joining in. Um, give your virtual waves goodbye now because me and Ray are going to get on with our rest of our amazing Saturday, people. House chores, shopping, whatever, relaxing, uh, whatever you're going to do. Bring it on. Bring it on. <laughs> but Ray, fantastic debut, my brother, my brother, man. It's great to meet you, like I said, at the event. Um, mate, listen, welcome to the Arsenal community, man, and definitely have you back on again. Tell the people where they uh, can find you, man. Yeah, thanks so much, Albert, for having me. Um, yeah, just follow me on Twitter. Uh, handle just there, Ray underscore Cassin. Um, and yeah, let's uh, let's have a conversation. Let's, you know, hopefully... Uh, Another three points for the Arsenal tomorrow. And uh yeah, it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. Uh 
No, Hopefully, um, I've, I go to a lot of the games, the home games in particular. So if I see anyone there or whatever, we'll please come up, and say man. hello. And yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll have a lovely we'll old chat. Yeah. But yeah, thanks again, mate. Thank you again for having me. Uh, it's uh, it's been really enjoyable. No, great to have you on, mate. Look, I think I sent you the games I'm going to the season, but if I didn't, I'll send. I'll tell you again anyway. But um, yeah, yeah, I think you did, mate. But yeah, yeah. yeah, we'll have a look, see what we can do. No, yeah, thanks, people, for watching as well. Uh, obviously, course, make man. sure you subscribe to this man. <laughs> and uh, right, back to the plug, bro. That's yeah, ten tenner in the post, mate. Tenner in the post. <laughs> of course, but don't worry, but we'll have it sorted, man. But people. <laughs> As your as your host Albert JTV, uh, thank you guys for your support as always and subscribing to the channel. Onwards and upwards, like I said, when I hit the one k, man's thinking of two k already, man. The work efforts coming in. Um, I should have another episode of Life Stories coming up soon, people. Um, exclusive, actually. So um, I can't reveal you. I need to sort out a few things, but the person's agreed, and I'm I'm buzzing to get them on. Um, be fantastic to pick that person's brain. So look out, people. It's coming soon. <laughs> But yeah, people, Albert JTV over and out. Like I said, smash the like button, subscribe to the channel, and follow my Steam guest on his Twitter handle and mine as well. And all your listeners, this will be coming out very, very soon. But this is Albert JTV over and out. Match preview time. See you later. Come on, you gunners. Come on, you gunners.